Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. You're listening to Fight Knows About Everything, a Night Shift Radio original. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. It's Monday, March 8th, and today we're going to talk about the huge $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill that just passed in the Senate, uh, and also we're going to talk a little bit about the controversy surrounding Senator Kristen Sinema. So uh, this all started, you know, obviously the, the COVID relief bill has been pending for some time, and there were a few things added into the COVID relief bill that a lot of people uh, drew ire against, one of which was the raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Of course, there are tons of economic studies out there that show that raising the uh, uh, the pay to fifty to a minimum wage to a fifteen dollar an hour um, will will have nothing but positive impact. There are tons of companies that have shown this, like Costco, as an example, which raised everyone's uh, which will be raising everyone's minimum pay to sixteen dollars an hour. Um, and they they talk about their business model that they still have low prices. In fact, Costco has uh, mostly low lower prices than Walmart, who is known to pay their employees the federal minimum wage, which is currently seven dollars and twenty five cents per hour. Um, um, so this is, you know, obviously come from a lot of pressure and Costco saying like, hey, we can do it. You know, we have uh, just as low prices, if not lower than Walmart. You know, we employ tons of people and the the most uh, or the minimum our employees make is $16 an hour. But the average Costco employee actually makes somewhere around 20 to $24 an hour. So it is a completely different scenario um, than Walmart, whereas most of their employees uh, are earning minimum wage. And in fact, uh, there was just a, a very large study that put it out that said uh, a vast majority of hourly workers under Walmart actually partake in in federal funds, things like uh, welfare and SNAP benefits because they do not make a living wage. Go figure. Uh, anyways, but this COVID relief bill was a very big deal. Obviously, it was being pushed. Now, something to note is that this uh, it has, very, for some odd reason, even though like 70% of America, more than 70% of America approves of, of this bill, uh, it was a party line vote and went 50-50 pretty much with Democrats and Republicans, with zero Republicans voting on this on both sides, both uh, uh, in, in the Senate and the House and all that. They, they It was 50-50 each way which uh, blows my mind. Um, but anyways, so there were a lot of uh, um, centrist Democrats that uh, basically opposed this. One very specifically is Kristen Cinema. Now, Kristen Cinema um, has been accused of a several things. One is 
she uh when when casting her vote you know very dramatically went up and you know thumbs down and like you know thumbed her nose at the whole thing you know it just made a very dramatic uh, uh no vote uh on this specifically because of the 15 dollar an hour uh wage increase um you know and of course this has been a push for progressives for years and years and years and democrats in general of getting the uh, minimum wage raised to the 15 dollar an hour minimum uh across the the country it's to $15 federal minimum wage, I should say. It's different in all states. As an, uh, as an example, in America, uh, the minimum wage is like, or in uh, New York state, the minimum wage is like 11 uh, something. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, obviously, you know, she she stood her ground and, and look, it's one thing if you're like, hey, I really don't believe in this. You know, I, I kind of understand the conservative uh, point in this. I mean, I don't agree with it in any way whatsoever, but I understand that because conservatives are very much like free market, the government shouldn't be you know controlling or saying you know how businesses do their business and things like that um you know whereas democrats are more like no it should be you know they're you know everyone should have a fair wage and stuff like that so i i disagree with the republican and the conservative talking point however whether i disagree or not is a completely different story than the case around cinema. Now, the reason why uh, she's she's drawing most fire at the moment is because not that long ago, she was actually a proponent of raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. She is currently the senator out of Arizona. Um, and this was a really big deal for her. She actually pushed um, a, uh, a whole a whole platform on raising the minimum wage to 15, the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. But then it was noted that she actually ended, started getting a bunch of corporate donors and immediately changed her tune. Now, this has brought up to a lot of other uh, scenarios. So uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, uh, and several other uh, senators have actually been raising this information up, um, House representatives, because they actually want to stop uh, lobbying and they want to stop uh, um, uh, people that work for the government being able to trade in stocks. Now, this also came up a long time ago uh, when the market crashed earlier, when COVID uh, first started becoming big thing. This happened right around March. Several senators, including Kelly Leffler, if I'm not mistaken, um, were accused of basically insider trading. Basically what they did was when they know that uh, when they found out that COVID was going to be a really big deal and that businesses were going to go into lockdowns, they actually sold off a bunch of stocks, uh, stocks that they knew were going to crash or lower in price because they had the inside government knowledge, uh, suppo uh, supposedly direct from the Trump administration and the CDC, things that we learned about later uh, that the conversations that Trump had learned about in February, that things were going to go really bad and a lot of businesses were were about to go under or basically cease operations for an extended period of time. So this this is a big push for them. And this this conversation with cinema kind of falls in line with that, is that, you know, uh, you know, at first she was a huge advocate for this very life-saving thing. Um, and then, you know, uh, raising the, the federal minimum wage. And then all of a sudden she gets in government and uh, gets a bunch of corporate donors who were like, hey, about that $15, you know, an hour minimum wage. Don't do that because we don't want to pay our employees a living wage. All of a sudden, now she's completely get it. Now, of course, you are more than welcome to change your mind. Of course, when you get more information, this, this is growing. This is what it's like. It just sucks to see someone have something that's a very progressive platform um, and something that a lot of people support. Like most of America support the $15 an hour minimum wage increase. Like it is insanely popular. And to see somebody kind of be like, oh, all my constituents want this. Yeah, well, screw them. I don't. Uh, too bad. Um, so it's just, it's very sad to see these sort of things happen and that sort of change that goes directly against what their constituents 
constituents actually want. Now, some of the other things about the COVID relief bill have have changed. So one of the things that the Democrats wanted was a $400 weekly emergency unemployment bonus. Um, and it was actually because of six uh, Democrats, specifically one of them, obviously, is Cinema, and the other is Manchin. And a few other Republicans actually said that they, that it shouldn't be that. And they negotiated down to $300 weekly unemployment checks, uh, bonus checks, which is exactly what it is now. So it would just be extending the current amount instead of giving more. It's basically just extending the current amount. Uh, the other thing is the tax credits for um, uh, for those with children. Uh, they they changed those a little bit, and they also changed the income uh, that is needed. It was $100,000 or less, and now they moved it down to an income of $80,000 or less for those uh, to get those stimulus checks. So you will be getting a $1,400 stimulus check for you and a $1,400 stimulus check for every dependent you claimed on your 2020 taxes. Now, if you have not filed your 2020 taxes yet, you likely haven't gotten your second stimulus check yet. Um, but if you have, uh, you have gotten this. And then uh, um, if you filed your 2020 taxes, this third stimulus check and the child tax credit bonus and the weekly payments, there's going to be uh, a family of four, basically, who makes under $100,000 uh, can essentially make $7,600 um, uh, in uh, stimulus money via this COVID package. Uh, and some of that is going to be paid out weekly uh, from uh, the government for that child tax credit. It's an additional $3,000 uh, per child. And it ranges. I'm giving the the general idea. There's uh, $3,000, but there's also $3,600. Depends on the age of your child. If this is information you want, this is, of course, publicly available on the DACA website. Please check it out so you can see the official details on there. Also, tons of uh, newspaper articles have put out calculators. So you can type in how you claimed on your taxes, how much money you make, your dependents and stuff, and they will give you an estimation as to how much you should expect in your uh, COVID relief bill. Now, uh, I am recording this on uh, Monday, March 8th. Now, the the uh, first, the third round of stimulus checks are expected to start hitting the direct deposits in the next week or so, uh, just assuming that everything goes fine. Um, now, uh, on top of this COVID bill, obviously, there was a few other things that were in there that uh, help small businesses, including the extension of the PPP loans, um, extension of small business. And then there was a very huge push uh, specifically from Joe Biden himself, uh, President Biden, that talked about um, making sure that this money went to underserved uh, communities, specifically uh, communities of color and uh, any of the underserved communities in poorer areas. Now, one of the things about this is actually changing the definition of metropolitan. Um, now, this was a side thing, but this also actually affects this COVID bill. Um, so currently, uh, the, the definition of a metropolitan area is anything with uh, a thousand, a hundred thousand people or less. And that's actually going to go down to about 50,000 people or less, if I'm correct. You may want to look that one up as well. Um, but this will help redefine some of these areas to help some of these smaller businesses that were originally left out because they were thought to be in areas that are considered big areas. Um, so this is a whole other aspect of this that kind of uh, takes part in this. So that's definitely something to look at as well. If you yourself are someone who uh, owns a small business and are interested in earning this money. Now, on top of all of this, because there's so much going on with this, it, it is absolutely insane. There is also a whole other section uh, where they're actually investigating people that took advantage of this. So as an example, uh, Jared Kushner, the son-in-law of the uh, previous president of, of the 45th president, President Trump, has actually been accused of misusing some of these PPP funds, as has Trump. Now, several of their properties have have used some of these funds, and some of them, they're, they're actually noting that um, they didn't fall under the correct categories of it. So they're currently being investigated for that. And 
And there's a few other people, also uh, very specifically Jim Jordan, uh, who is currently under investigation for uh, basically accepting money and using money in inappropriately for this sort of thing. Um, it's a wild time. All that being said, the 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 plan is going through the the COVID nineteen relief bill one point nine trillion dollars is happening. Um, so for those of you that qualify, do expect that money to uh, start rolling in soon. Um, and you know, uh, pay some bills and feed your family. Um, and uh, you know, and of course, when you have the opportunity to and you qualify, please get vaccinated. Uh, everyone appreciates that, especially those of us uh, who would gladly get vaccinated in a heartbeat if they could. Um, uh, and and I highly suggest it. It's a very very good idea. So, anyways, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. We super appreciate it. And I will be back on Wednesday.